Telemetry recovered. Don't forget, this podcast is sponsored by Radio C, number one for all your drone-related needs. Pay them a visit at radioc.co.uk and use the promo code LDO for 5% off your order and free shipping on orders over £80. Well, hello everybody, welcome to Let's Drone Out. Yeah, um, back for another week and uh, pleasure to be here with Jack. I think he's lurking somewhere in the background. Hello. hello Jack. Ah, there you are. Uh, we've got uh, Frank or Andrew on the call. Hello. Hello. And I think someone lurking somewhere in another room somewhere else is uh, Adam Juniper. Hi there. Warning. There may be plastic bags floating in the skies, taking down planes. If they're over 200 grams, please register them with the AMA. <laughs> and uh, they're not drones. <laughs> Although they look just the same to a pilot. Yeah, I, I, I'm so glad. Jay, thank you for bringing that to my attention. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've, got, I've got to say, isn't it more worrying that there are pilots that can't tell the difference between a drone and a plastic bag? It just went bang. It didn't like, you know, I, I suppose he, he would have seen this white thing that was floating in the air. It looked similar to a phantom. Bang. No, no. It went bang. So it's like a bag of... Well, things. he said he heard a, a, a bang of some description. It could have just been the air pocket of a, a plastic bag hitting a plane coming in at a few hundred miles an hour. You know, it's it's probably going to make a noise, just like if you popped one. Uh, well, I think it all feeds the um, good drone conspiracy theory that uh, all pilots just hate drones so much that they'll say everything bad about them in airprox reports. But we also, we also need to regulate uh, helium balloons now as well. Make well, sure yeah, the kids... Not those school science projects where they put little cameras on them and send them up recklessly... Uh, and a GPS tracker. But I think those ones, they actually clear with the CAA first if they know what they're doing. If they know what they're doing. But that's the whole problem, isn't it? They, they if you manage to, they... manage to get hold of a weather balloon and a tank of helium, then you probably have an inkling and have had a Google around and you've probably got the CAA, you know, I don't know. their little if bit of the website. Of helium, you've probably just been practising doing silly voices. That's what I do. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, similar to uh, drones, they can get stuck in trees. Uh, yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Oh, do you know- and, and, of course, they can make you th- uh, think deeply about your inner soul and the <laughs> place of the world if, uh, if you enjoyed the film American Beauty. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, just, I love the reference. Do you know what I miss? I miss, right, weird stuff floating in the skies and nut jobs just being like, ooh, UFO. Now it, yes! uh, it's a drone. Uh, it's it's a drone, it's going to kill us all, it's spying on my family, Um, it's got a bomb attached to it, that's it, we're all going to die, you know, regulate, regulate everything, put them on a list, pervert list, well, alright, enough of that, but... That's true, I mean, the good old days of the X-Files, people, you know, smiled and drew a little picture of an alien and, and they just assumed that kind of thing. But now it's all Homeland and what have you on the telly, so we assume that we're all going to die. Yeah. I see, we, that's why I literally fly an alien. Sorry, Joe. Sorry. But yes, to, to fill people in who are maybe listening from the future and don't know about what we're talking, uh, we're talking about a British Airways Airbus A320 that uh, was coming into London Heathrow. Um, it was about... What was it? It's, 
I think 1,200 feet, something like that. So 1,700 feet. 1,700 so on, on feet. On final approach, but and before it's flaring, so they are looking down. They should have a good view. Yeah. And then, obviously, the the pilot saw and believed to to hit what he thought was a drone and what he reported as a drone. You, you know, uh, there was a lot of back and forth. There's been lots of people that have been rather yeah, angry about this one way or another. Um, yeah, so, that's very true. Um, I, I think yeah, I mean, similar though. Think it's also worth adding um, that they looked at the plane when, and couldn't really see any evidence of anything and decided it was fine to fly it again. Oh. Yeah, that was when I was actually hoping that it was a drone. I was hoping that they'd find evidence that this was definitely a drone because then, you know, it wouldn't be so much of an issue then if we'd had a, dro- it's a not drone an issue actually anyway. flying well, where it shouldn't. I, I completely agree. I found myself saying that probably because I hadn't thought things through entirely in, in the morning when they uh, when they asked me to talk about it on the radio. Um because actually saying to people, well, I really hope it was a drone that hit a plane and everyone survived, is is the sort of thing you don't quite want to have said. Yeah, that's maybe not the best thing to have said. Oh, I've you know, you know, one of the positives no to come of this, though, one of the positives is that they are now going to go away and ask different countries to help out with this and smash drones into uh, jet turbines and planes to see what impact it would have. That, um, that's just like the chickens used to be of yeah. yesteryear it's similar to you know it's a modern thing that's going to have to be done so they're at least going to get some findings for how safe are they out of that. Uh, that that's been that's been rumbling on for a long time the discussion about the need to do that um there's a virginia tech apparently produced some report that an eight pound drone would have a catastrophic effect on a jet even if a six or eight pound bird wouldn't but so, so would an really rpg what, sorry? <laughs> so would an RPG. The thing is, you don't need all <laughs> your engines to fly um, a, a 747 or, or any of these other ones. They're, they're designed so that they can survive on. Yeah, but it's very expensive and Oh, and indeed. I, I know. You don't want to be in that position. If it's a risk assessment, that that's what essentially they're going to find out. It may destroy an engine. It may not. It may bounce off the, the fuselage. But at least there'll be some findings and... I mean, the, the, the truth is that some countries are going to start putting them into their airspace anyway, regardless of what the UK or the USA do. Hey, hey Chris G. Andrew, explain yourself, right, because you were saying that birds can take down aeroplanes because of, sure what do. is it, Flotton? Yeah. I can't remember. So, yeah. Um, explain yourself. I, you know, there, there was the famous Hudson River incident where a plane had both of its engines... And taken out by a flock of birds because birds went in both engines. Both engines went bang. Um, There's also an Airbus three A three twenty out of interest. There we go. Um, successfully landed on the River Hudson by Captain Sully, the hero, because yeah. um, you know he took off from LaGuardia and he couldn't turn get as far as Newark, which shows you know just once you've taken the jets out, planes don't go far, do they? No, their glide slope isn't as good then. But um, but it's sort of encouraging that everyone got out. I mean, in that respect, that was amazing. Good effort. But, it, you know, it was said that his piloting was, you know, it was a particularly lucky... Spectacular, yeah. Yeah, it was It was very lucky to have a big convenient river right there. Um, yeah. You know, and exactly where he needed it. 
everything just kind of worked out quite well compared to what could have happened. Um, Watch out, yeah, Gatwick. There's, there's a switch he's meant to have pressed before an emergency water landing, which he didn't, and there was some discussion about that as well. I can't imagine thinking, oh, yeah, I must reach around and find the emergency water landing button. You know, I think <laughs> you probably have some other thoughts going through your mind. It reminds me of Red Dwarf. This is definitely a red alert. That does mean changing the bulb. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Dan says, it's all been driven by money, greed, doing deals with the likes of Amazon and Google to clear the skies under 500 feet to fly the effing delivery drones. They will take it away from us and sell it to the highest bidders. I need to calm down. Let's just see if... That's right. Maybe take your tinfoil hat off for a little down. Yeah, I think if, if it's <laughs> going to happen, it'll be in the US first for their airspace. He says, mark my words. Well, it would be like the American Virgin Islands or somewhere like that, where they can safely do tests without too many commercial flights in the way. Or Nevada, I suppose. Well, Australia's already done uh, a, at least an assessment um, with their Civil Aviation Safety Authority, so their version of the CAA or the FAA. Um, did a study along with Monash University in 2013 into what sort of effect something of uh, sort of ilk would do to a, a, a you know an airliner. Are they now having um, what do Australian people eat like barbecues delivered by a drone? No, or, well, there's so many applications though. So I mean. It's always going to be a progression to, to get the next advancements, to have the better sensing, to enrich lives or to, to for search and rescue. The, the technology is not going away, and I think governments have to be careful how they implement it into their airspace, the fear of being technologically disadvantaged from not investing whilst they can. Because there's many applications all over the world from surveying and, and things and mapping. And Yeah, and I think each application, as, as the technology becomes properly convincing that each application will come on stream one after the other now video or you know the first thing was making films because that's completely under a pilot's control and not that many people are doing it that surveying which involves a certain amount of automation is you know coming next and that and now you, you can start to see cleverer things that require more of the computer coming next I, I know that the people are trying to fl create flying uh, defibrillators that can arrive at a scene to help rescue someone. Um, yeah, that's, is, been, that's been around for a couple of years, actually. Well, it's been around for yeah. a while, the, 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 the idea, but that's because uh, the, kid, the kid who came up with the idea did, did a press release first and the work second. Jack's going to hate me, but the star of the show of the NAB 2016 by someone, apparently, they, they read it, was the Matrice 600, as in for being able to, out of the box, carry a red epic camera. You know, like that's some serious lifting power for cinematography and, and videography work, you know? So I suppose there's so many different ways that they're just getting better and more efficient to do these things now. So it's exciting. Let's so fly whilst we can. Describe the, uh, the 600, because I've um, been after the loop for a week or so. Yeah, well, um, it's a hexacopter, which is the old Matrice was the... Uh, it was a quad. Quadcopter, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I think they're showcasing it with their A3 uh, flight controller. Oh, yeah, the A3 looks really cool. Yeah, and the redundancy they've you can essentially add to it. Uh, Lightbridge 2, I don't know the specs of it, really. I haven't actually had a chance to look at it much this uh, week. But it's aimed at the professional video market, you know. 
and essentially why they're at the NAB in Vegas right now. Well, I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I have no idea what Lightbridge 2 would offer over Lightbridge 1, but is that going to be 1080 light? I would imagine it's no. 1080p up to 5 kilometers distance. That's what go. I've got here. At some, um, some point, you'd want the high output from these cameras that are supposedly flying with a gimbal to... Uh, but I think that can take the whole handheld gimbal setup. So yeah, it's, oh, it's taking the whole um, Ronin MX yeah. gimbal. When they launched the Ronin, they did an amazing, you know, single shot. I don't know if you ever saw the YouTube, but it's well worth looking up. Um, one of the, you know, one of these videos where somebody moves shot and goes indoors and outdoors and upstairs and all sorts of things, um, just with, with never, never cutting. Um, and I was just wondering if they can just hook the Ronin on and then have it fly off for a single shot that comes through the house in the, contr- in the hand control of the camera operator. And then some, he ducks under the blades, hooks it on the drone and watch it disappear. That would be fantastic. I've, yeah, I, had, I think I've seen something like that. There's a, There's a whole movie called, is it Victoria? An hour and a half single shot. There was there was one I've seen that sort of showed the behind the scenes for for a shot like that. Yes, where they were yes. sort of well, sticking are, it down yeah. the rope and all sorts of things. Yes, I think that that's probably it. Because yeah, obviously DJI were much more interested in you looking at the behinds of the scenes for the um, for the shot because the behind the scenes was Shows hey look go up. buy this. Yeah. Well, OK Go actually did the one take multi rotor on a trolley and then flew out on a video share uh, for one of their music. Things. I won't leave oh, yeah, that's, something. Yeah. And that's, so that's, that's quite an achievable uh, one. Yeah. Thing. Essentially, I think that's what's going to happen. You're going to get more transitional shots from a ground to an aerial shot for movies and things, I think, more seamless. Was, so. Wasn't there an advert where they were, like, riding scooters and they were holding a DJI? Uh, some, you know, there's two people on the scooters. One was driving it. One of them was sat uh, the other way around on a scooter and they were driving along holding a and and then they lifted it up and then flew it from there's a sort of transition between like regular shot and then oh my god it can fly I think that's how they were doing it Uh, I'm leaning into google it now I know um, (laughs) apparently that was you know really well done but you know I don't know sorry sorry if I've killed it (laughs) killed the conversation I can talk about interesting the technical achievement of a film and the, uh, you know, the outcome, or the sorry, the you know, the effect of it is not always the same, is it? Mm. I, um, trying to think of a good example. No, I, <laughs> there are too many examples of movies which look spectacular and are rubbish. Jurassic Park Three. <laughs> so have you got that ready to play, Jack? Or what, not? What do you mean the the uh, scooter <laughs> advert? No, I was yeah. going to say Jurassic Park. No, I don't. Oh, yeah, Tony's Tony's not here anymore. Oh. I mean, he is. He's in, He's the, in chat. the chat. Yeah. Say hello, Tony. But for those of us stuck up in London, uh, has anything fun been happening in Brighton this week? Um, no, I think I'm going flying with Dan on Saturday. I think, but um, me and Frank and Nico went out this Saturday or Sunday. Saturday. Okay. Yeah, wow. and did some team poop training. Yes, we oh, did. Are you the team? Is yes. that your team name, Team Poop? Yep. yep. Uh, Ed's also in it, but he he's done no practicing. 
I don't know whether he's even found his quad at Quadtopia yet. Apparently, it might have not ended up in the river. Might not have ended up. Yeah, in says that. says Tony's GoPro. Uh, oh. Rest in peace, <laughs> Tony's GoPro. Rest in pieces. Aw, that's a tragic loss. Well, somewhere in a field over Sussex, you'll probably find my GoPro. Oh no. Uh, my GoPro's probably been washed out to France by now. No. You, you've got a run cam coming, though. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. Absolutely. Thanks to... So, Team Poop, wow. Yeah, we're yeah. trying to get sponsorship from the Poo Museum on the Isle of Wight. <laughs> not, yeah. not like, any financial sponsorship. Just, you know, we just we want... We just want to have T-shirts with their logo on, really. Yeah, and be like, if we win... You know, like any if we get any fans, we can give them free tickets or something. They've still got to get to the Isle of Wight, but who knows? It, like, I that's think one it started of... more as a comment on our piloting skills. Oh, as no, a team. I thought it might be that than, than your particular fascination. And then, then the museum. National Poo Museum made the news quite a bit, and then we thought, well, that would be a fantastic logo to have on some T-shirts. Or, or if our, yeah. one of our quads lands in poop. We could then donate it. Take some bits, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe you can retrieve poop for them. Maybe we could attach poop to our quads. I feel like I want to draw an art for your T-shirts featuring um, the the moment of poop down, splash down, whatever you want to say. Um, Yeah, well, you know, it's... (laughs) If it's your imagery, you were the yeah. guys who went with Team Poop. Yeah. Well, if, you've seen, if you've seen the logo for the National Poo Museum, it's, it's quite a nice logo, I think. Uh, no. I can't <laughs> say I have. I'm pretty sure it's poomuseum.org. Um, <laughs> there we go. Nice off topic. It's not lawnmowers this week, but it could be. You know, uh, instead it's just poo. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a hallmark of the episode. I'm not seeing a logo, I'm just seeing it says National Poo Museum. Yeah, it happens or something. And have you have you written to them, Jack? No, I haven't. I you know, if it gets too close to International Drone Day, I will be making a phone call during business hours. Have you looked for them on I'm hoping I'm hoping like an ambassador or a staff or some sort of poo museum representative will come and watch. Maybe you'll get a keyring of poo. I'd 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 love it. Yeah, we could add it to the prize for whoever wins. We're not going to win. It, it feels a bit like the losers' prize, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Here's some poo in a bowl. Yeah, yeah maybe it's that's what we have. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna. So, um, I mean, sorry, I know we've drifted into it, but you were saying it's been in the news a lot. Well, there was it was getting some coverage for existing. Is that because it's just opened or something? Or... Y- yeah, because I don't think it's actually its own museum at the moment. It's uh, an artist's... Well, I think it's more of a, uh, a hoarder's collection who's decided to make it into a bit of a exhibition tourists. at their I local... I suppose if you live on the Isle of Wight, there are always tourists wandering around. It seems yeah, like so... more of an Isle of Man kind of thing to me. Well, they also want to get it as an exhibition that's going to tour the country. Obviously. So... And I'm sure the cities of the UK will be proud to welcome all of the... <laughs> If you actually look into it, it's actually quite clever, I think. I mean, it covers all sorts of things from, you know, civil engineering, <laughs> biology, up to aerospace on the International Space Station. You know, that's a lot of what they're doing, is working all that kind of stuff out. So, oh, You mean that guy out of the Big Bang Theory who built the toilet isn't real? Um, 
All right, Jay, on, J- yeah, Jay yeah. Are, you, are you trying to get me to save from this? I think we should talk about drones. I think we should talk about drones, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, actually, there is some big news that uh, there's apparently some Senate action in America wanting to ban all sort of homegrown drone action. But so I'm publicly one senator who wants to do that. Yeah. So I'm public enemy number one, and your book is then going to be contraband. Exactly. Oh, God. oh well, <laughs> that would be brilliant. Have you seen how well books do when they're banned? Yeah, that's a good point. You'd, you'd make a mint. Dear America, please ban my book. Yep. <laughs> Should not be allowed on your shelves. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, Fabby has been bagging on. He's like, what do you think of the Little B Pros? So I had a little look at the Little B Pros. Uh, they're ESCs for anyone who cares. Uh, so this is how we're going to dangerously edge close to the ESC episode. But, um, yeah, the Little Bs have released like the Little B Pros. And all it is is that it has a different um, chip on them um, that runs at a faster uh, faster rate. So um, uh, the uh, ERPM limit is around 200k, whilst the um, F39X is 360k ERPM. So, um, basically, with the new DYS um, V2s for the XM20s, they run a lot smoother, I've noticed. Totally different sound. Um, the little bees are struggling to keep up with that and kind of get a bit choppy. So, uh, I'm looking forward to trying to grab some of those little bee pros now. And at what point do they start catching on fire? I don't know yet. So, of course, you have to buy five of them. By my recommendation, because uh, they're going to catch on fire. Six yeah. if you're going to really set light to them. Yeah, and and uh, that's about it, really. Um, yeah, I've managed to put my quad back together somehow, and uh, touch wood, everything appears to be working. Um, so I'm now running a tornado board on my alien, and I'm pretty much halfway through the other alien with the um you say um, you said back together jack what happened to it uh the bottom plate was the thin bottom plate and that had cracks in it and um i had like a really pathetic weedy little crash and that blew a load of diodes so um you'd plug it in the board to try and set fire to itself again this is a board i haven't paid money for it used to be bradder's old um, SPF 3 board and uh, yeah it just used to have like a red hot glowing orange diode of, wow. of death and basically that board's been killed about three times um, loads of the headers have been ripped off, it's kind of held together with glue it's got scorch marks all over it from where Bradders had an ESC fire and uh, it was just time to let it go. So I've, I've whacked a tornado on there that I could never get working. Um, so is that the Motorlab Tornado FC, yeah? Yep, that's right. Uh, now it's old hat because we've got the Cyclone now. Um, you can't connect through it via um, 
uh, via via the BL Heli suite. So me direct soldering my ESCs to it wasn't a good idea. So um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to breaking this. Really, uh, the sooner I break it, the better, because uh, that means I can put uh, little B pros on there and uh, enjoy some motor pins. And then eventually, when uh, uh, you, oh, what is it, Impulse RC gets some more uh, cyclones in stock, I can put one of those on there and live a normal, happy, up-to-date life like everyone Just remember, else. Jack. Do not be on fire. I'm always on fire. It sounds like he's taking a lot more safety precautions than usual. Other than... other doesn't than, already have exposed overheated parts. Other than sellotaping a fire extinguisher to my quad, I don't know what else I can do. Because, like, for someone who fixes quads for other people a lot, I have nothing but trouble for my own. And it's not... I'm not doing anything overcomplicated. I mean, I've got a lot of... I'm finally using the um, open log on my quadcopter. Yeah. Um, I haven't taken any of Jay's advice, which means <laughs> uh, using a bit of tape to keep the SD card in there. Um, you know. You're relying on luck, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. And the fact that it's it just doesn't fit in there. There's nowhere to put it. So I've kind of like wedged it in there with a bit of foam tape. That's and the I'm, way. You know, and it's it's a ridiculous 32 gig card. So, you know, like, what kind of... Unless I want to, like, record every flight ever for the next 10 years, I... I until you lose the SD card. Yeah, until... Yeah. Or land in a puddle of water. Um, I'm looking forward to um, Frank turning a... Uh, the rat's nest is... is He's got, he's got an old quad. It's got a Naze Rev 5. We don't even know what version of Clean Flight it's got. And it's got some... Oh, what are they some called? Some ESCs. Yeah, I think they're Emacs ESCs. So we're going to, like, take a, a a capacitor and a, a resistor off there, put the BL Heli suite on there. They're not one-shot compatible, but we're going to see how a cheap quad back in the day, how good you can bring it up to date now. So um, that's our mission, and I thoroughly enjoyed that weekend. So we've kind of set some benchmarks and some tests, and we're going to try and make it as good as we can. Yeah, it was it was a good day. It was a good day for flying, nice. I think. Yeah. Um, which we've started to have a few more of, which is nice. Yeah, the weather seems to be cheering up. Anyone in London, as me and Adam are, it's, this is not the weekend to be doing that, because... No. We have Barack Obama in town. No flying so, at all. Oh, Nine o'clock this morning to half past ten Sunday evening. Absolutely no drone flying of any sort. Or you'll get very arrested. Very arrested. Very arrested. Presidents are super annoying. I, when I was at uni, we had um, the G8 summit took place. It was in Birmingham. And they landed the the two helicopters, Marine 1 and Marine 2, next to where I was living, because it was the nearest, and then drove in in the armoured car to where the thing was. And we got thrown out of a pub by the Special uh, Secret Service, because the president was going to go for a photo op, and we didn't look, you know, photo op enough. What? Me and my student buddies were physically, well, not quite physically, but certainly made to feel extremely unwelcome by the uh, Secret Service. Coerced. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is that is complete horse. I was very, I was really annoyed. <laughs> Just, what? But I, to be honest, I, I, you know, it's there, your there own country. Parts. You're allowed there. You, your mum spewed you out here. You know, well, you're not a criminal. What can I say? You know, I just, I don't look the part. Look, you know, he. Ah, you should have charged him some tea tax, some overdue tea tax, <laughs> and said then, uh, then know, come in here. Fairness, if I, if it was Bill Clinton back then, if I was him, I probably wouldn't want any students in the background either. Oh man, yeah, look, vicking away. Oh, is that a plastic bag? Are you planning on taking <laughs> down a jet? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, all of my Semtex in my plastic bag. I know, do not go out with a plastic bag. Maybe that's what you guys should do. Oh, we can't fly, so we'll uh, play with our plastic bags. Make a plastic bag kite. This plastic bag Well, actually, under the, under the restrictions in London, there's also no kite flying... There's nothing oh, more than on. two kilograms meant to be up in the air, pretty much, fine. by the sounds of it. Sounds fine, then. What about that fad where you used to record on your phone and throw it up in the air? Is that more than... If you get, like, a really old phone that's more than 2K, are you a terrorist <laughs> then? <laughs> you mean, like, an old car phone? Or one of those yeah. Even, even the Nokia, whatever it was, weighed less than two kilos. <laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't In 144p. Know. 144p? Yeah, video resolution. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, old man. Oh, no, that's no, like no, Jay's no. first flying FPV experience. <laughs> His old phone attached. Oh, you know what? I had a look through some of my old ones. Just it was clunky how I did it, but it's going back four years now. Pioneer, so. my friend. Four or five years. Yeah. You had the vision. Um, not to be a complete scaremonger, but I've heard some rumours about um, them clamping down on VTX um, milliwatt lately. And um, I'm finding it very suspicious how some of the people are running 25 milliwatt um, now. Uh, so, reminders of the regulations. 25 milliwatt max on 5.8 gigahertz. And um, uh, you... you right, reminders... No, yeah, sorry, don't worry. And you were definitely... I've tried to keep you listener-friendly, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, so you were saying, Jack, that... There's more people turning up to 25, but I suppose 25. Yeah, wow. Well, I've heard I've heard rumours of Ofcom, you know, flexing their muscles now. Well, um, how far does that get you? I used to when I first started. I used to run 25 milliwatts, and I never found it a problem. I used to fly on my own, and it wasn't until I showed up at Summers Pond where people were running 600, and so forth. <laughs> uh, Tony. Uh, you were one of them, you little... Those um, allegations can't be proven now. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just all word of mouth. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'd switch on my 25 milliwatt and it was nothing but black screen. Like, totally, it was... Right. Was that because of their interference? Like, if they were yeah. on 25, would you have been fine? Uh, yeah, in theory. As long as we're not in the same channel, I wouldn't get any, like, multi-pathing or anything... You know, or channels closer together, but but if they're on six hundred, even on a different channel, yep, totally. It just it just up. absolutely causes some problems. It doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 totally. It, it just totally the decibels drown out my um yeah my transmission. So, so what I'm... you're saying what you're saying is 
the uh, Ofcom are probably right. Presumably more at race events then, larger form, like larger events, that that's the point they'd show up. Because they're not going to show up to clubs, so I suppose, where else are they going to catch them otherwise? Yeah, I mean, I think what I'm trying to talk about is vendors selling the... Uh, yeah, the, that's where they're going to try and clamp yeah, down. Yeah, clamp down. And I'm, I'm wondering, you know, will that start leading into the border of like, you import these things and they check through your packages and... You know, if they find an illegal milliwatt transmitter, is it illegal to own one, or is it just no, when you power no, it on? It, it's it's illegal to operate one. Operate one. Yeah. So well, they've had um, they've had quite a sort of generous campaign, haven't they? Uh, a knowledge spreading campaign. Ofcom. They showed up to the UK drone show and that kind of thing, and they they were generally just trying to make people aware of the rules. I think they their perception was that most people just bought the most powerful one because that's what they saw online and didn't know it was not allowed. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you can maximise your output from a 25 milliwatt if you have a clean setup, not running next to two big power lines and things like that. You know, the, it, it depends on how well you build it as to what yeah. gain you get from... I mean, um, you know, the use of good antennas um, and, and good filtering uh, helps. Um, shielding your cables really helps. Um, you know, so making sure you're using all your ground points and everything. And what would be good is if they just said, you know, we'll meet you halfway, you can have 200 and that's no more. Yeah, well, they made an exemption at the um, Nationals, the BMFA Nationals, they had an exemption of 200 milliwatt for yeah. for the um, the show. And surprisingly, I was... Um, you know, I was quite far away. Like, I was over in the vendor section and um, I could barely pick up a little glimpse and flicker now and again um, on someone. And they might have been a Vortex running at, uh, at 600 or I think... Doesn't the Vortex run at 350 now? Or something really bizarre like that, the Vortex Pro. But, um, yeah, I was like... You know, I could I could barely. They were quite far away, but it was a good, clear, open field. You know, obviously there's a lot of interference with people with mobile <laughs> phones and Bluetooth, but you know, I was, I was yeah, kind of. Tone Star in the chat is uh, apologising to you, Jack, for the six hundred. Oh, that's all right, man. It's fine. Oh, bless. <laughs> you don't have to. You know, you've learnt the errors of your ways. Um, Bradders says they're they're poo. Uh, the 25 milliwatt, but we all... It's not quite how he phrased it, is it? No, but apparently, <laughs> apparently we're, we're all, you know, we're all uh, limited to 25 milliwatt during the mini, Team Mini Air Show event, so... Oh, that's very compliant of us. Yeah, so I don't know, you know. But there was talk about race band, but I don't see any race band fre uh, frequencies, because it was Fat Shark 7 and 5... And the other ones were Boscam 1 and... I don't know. Something, I don't know. I don't pay any attention to Boscam. So uh, you don't need a race band transmitter, I don't think. Which is pretty strange. But, you know, I, I found Bradders, you know, come come on and defend yourself. But I, I didn't find much problem with my 25 milliwatt. You know, I don't I don't know anyone else who, who's, like, used them. He meant the LB Pro. The oh, L... Pound Pro? LB Pro, Little Bees Pro. Ah, uh, what, they're, they're rubbish? 
yes, r rubbish. Yes, that was it. <laughs> Brothers, explain yourself. Actually, I'm, I'm impressed with Hardy. He's um, written or contributed to something which looks a lot like a physics essay. Harmonics oh. off a carrier close to your own channel. Oh, I do. Yes, know. it was a bit strange that you said that because I've heard that Ofcom aren't even allowed to make that exemption because of uh, how they have to be... For the EU? Yeah, the commonization across all the EU. They, they have to pass it past everyone else first and no one's going to say it because everyone else uses it for other things like internet. Bureaucracy. Yeah, but, you know, on the other hand, they would, I, from what I've heard, you know, they're not particularly bothered by it as long as you don't interfere with someone. And so, you know, they're not going to waste their time trying to find it but well, they, yeah, yeah they, they've got other worries haven't they like yeah they've got trying more to become important. lord high chiefs of the bbc and all sorts well it's a huge and weird agency they've got a lot to deal with you know there's a lot of signals going around the place and they've got to try and keep up with everything but yeah, yeah. but that's not that's only part of their remit they, well. they also have like tastes and standards and you know if people want to complain because they saw a boob before nine o'clock on some channels, like you know, it's crazy. I mean, it's well, a miracle you know, we let you on here. Those complaints are going to go somewhere, so I'm just glad I don't have to have that job. So, mm. you know, if they, if it means, you know, I, even I though they I, have to keep up with their harmonisation, if they don't care, then that's enough for me. Because I, I personally feel that I would be excellent at responding to complaints about broadcasting standards. <laughs> if you join <laughs> Ofcom, our friendship will be tested. To the limits. <laughs> hey, that rather depends. I might grant exemptions to all of my buddies and then spend a lot of time writing back saying, no, I thought this use of the offensive language in the children's television was entirely appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> you monster. It kind of reminds me of um, anyone... language somewhere. Yeah, I could, I could just imagine you, uh, you know, like the young ones, if any of you can remember the young ones, Vivian storming through the good life, <laughs> being like, no, no. Actually, yeah. No, Vivian's probably the least unflattering character to me. Oh, no. <laughs> He's funny. I like it. You know, um, uh, Dan, are you, are you not interested in the little bees or are you not interested in lowering yourself to 25 milliwatt? Because I'll be very surprised if people do. I have got... I am uh, so sceptical, you know, I don't think people are going to show up to the mini air show with 25 milliwatt. I don't know. I mean, I, Frank, do you no, own 25 milliwatts? I imagine, I imagine no one will check carefully. Huh? I, I said, I imagine no one will check carefully because I think it could be really awkward and embarrassing if no one can fly. Yeah. Because also but there's that thing of, oh, let's just change the sticker on it to say 25 milliwatt. So, oh, Dan even does. if it says on it, then, you know. Yeah, will, will you have the gear to measure it? Mm, well, I mean, someone can... I mean, Immersion RC sell a, a, a device for measuring the milliwatts. Isn't that measuring radiated rather than... I mean, not that it matters anyway, but, you, you get know... a rough it's, idea. It's all dependent on the antenna and yeah. what you're else. saying, What you're saying is, if, it's, if the aircraft has been done properly... You know, the, the, um, there's no RF interference and you've got a good antenna, um, which nobody has dropped down any drains, sorry, Jack. Um, then you absolutely don't need any more than 25 and everyone else is just a loser, yeah? 
I think they must be able to screw straight onto the antenna to check it. If you took your antenna off, you'd measure yeah. it direct. So yeah, but, you could, uh, but I just don't think the immersion RC one is. Is it? Don't know. I think you might be able to run it in series with it. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I it don't isn't. know. You know, I can't. I. I saw one for roughly a few hours with no instructions whatsoever. You know, and I I I did some mild testing of um the FX uh and the the FX uh VTX, you know the one with the, the 795T, the one yeah. that you stuck that's switchable by solder tabs or something. Yeah, it's got a little wire and you can cut it and I I tested that and it came in at 9 milliwatts. Really? So really way under the wow. Um I won't be cutting my wire then. Uh, no, you want to cut your wire. That raises it up to the 200. Not mine, it Does it not? It says the other way around. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I say otherwise, but um, there you go. I Because uh, they ship out at 25 milliwatt. You cut that wire to make it higher. Well, I've been flying with other people that have been running 200 milliwatt and I haven't been crushed so I'm pretty sure mine's at 200 milliwatt and I haven't modified it hmm. anyway that's not the most interesting chat there is um, no. but what I was going to say I think we've say, certainly covered it fairly thoroughly now Yeah. yeah um, the only thing I would say is that from the experience at the events like Whitechapel the only thing that really gets on people's nerves is the 3D VTXs, the ones that have the, the two cameras, so that nerd cam and that sort of stuff. So it's got two cameras and basically two VTXs in, in one board. And it's transmitting on two frequencies at the same time, but they're really broadband. And so you, even if they're on the correct frequencies that they've been allocated, it just stomps on everyone and everyone gets very angry with them and they have to go sit in the corner and, and cry. So if anyone is going to the mini air show who has got one of those, I would yeah. recommend maybe having a backup that isn't one of those. Yeah, because you are worse than Hitler. Well, I mean, that's quite a long way. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they that's can be three fun weeks. on their own, but they're not maybe, good for events. Maybe you are worse than Silvio Berlusconi. Yeah, oh, Tony's corrected me. My 25 was 18 milliwatt. I do apologise. I do apologise. I forgot. It was a while ago. Has has Time Star been in any races or anything recently? No. And do you know what I'm slightly concerned about? If anyone can, like, fill me in, is that... You know how, like, last year we had several attempts to qualify for the Nationals? We haven't had that many this year, have we? And are we going to, Andrew? Maybe. Maybe not. No, I'm pretty sure there will be. Um, I will try and get the details. Okay. Jay? Well, since, since when did producer Frank become Andrew again? I don't know. Well, yeah, Frank. <laughs> I was expecting him. You know, like, when you introduce him, I'm hoping that he'll just go, don't do drugs, kids. And that's it. <laughs> you know, like, talk to Frank. FPV is an addiction, and we have to talk about it. Yeah. Very good. FPV is an addiction which you can take 
you know, to supplant or maybe wean yourself off heroin. I don't know. It definitely helped me. From... It's cheaper than heroin, a bit. Um, although, actually, that's only partly true. Um, it's, you know, different. And it gets you out, meeting real people. Yeah. And you probably won't catch anything. I've definitely got more friends. Yeah. Jack's got more friends now than when he was a heroin addict. Yeah. Totally. Were you a heroin addict, Jack? No. Okay. But there you go. But the point stands, even if it's not based entirely in fact. Jay? Yes. Um, I, I've been trying to watch your streams from your Phantom. Oh, yeah, well, I haven't actually started one up yet because I didn't have internet. But did they, did they come live? Because I set it up to just stream it. I'm very just... disappointed. Did you do a, li- a live stream from um, a DJI thing? I well, no. The history goes I started doing it to record my flights because I didn't have a DVR. I wanted to see where my signal was cutting out. So I just thought, well, at the same time, I could upload it to YouTube. So I did. Uh, just as an experiment, see how it worked. Yeah, there's um, some... Somewhere no. there's a little clip of my old flat because I just accidentally turned on broadcast while I had it, you know, for testing. Yeah, it's it's it's. Does it really have any use? Not really, but surely it it's yeah. conflicting frequencies. No, no. I th- well, it's digital, isn't it? So you can mm. do more with your bandwidth, so to speak. Good so- point. How many? Yeah. Well, they'll all be completely compliant, won't they? There's no way the they'll be breaching the. Unless Tony finds the bit where you can stick the screwdriver, isn't that right, Tony? You little. There was um, a news oh, article Tony saying. Tony Star says he's qualified second at London for the. Uh, yeah. National. Yep. So the first qualifying event was the Whitechapel event last at the end of last year. Then the second one was the Thunderdrone event at the beginning of the month. And when, if, where was that? I'm trying to find that those details out, but all the information. Uh, it's so. Where is it? Thunderdrone dot info was the Thunderdrone event, I believe. And I'm still trying. To, it doesn't say, not easily anyway, where it was. Uh, Badgeworth Arena, uh, the S twenty six two QU. I never just south of Bristol. There we go. And uh, if you want any more events, they as they are coming up, they will be listed on the British FPV Racing Association website, which is bfpvrl.org. But at the moment, it's it's a bit of a work in progress because people are still organising them and so there's not a particular list at the moment. But if you keep checking so there, how that's can where they will be. be qualified and they're still being organising the qualifying events? Because there were the two that were already organised, um, but the rest are not yet. But what, I mean, what if people go along to those other events and are really, really brilliant? Is Tony Stark going to fall down the list, or is he fine? No, he's he's definitely qualified. He has a place. Hey. Okay. He has so a place. So it sounds like it should be, you know, they should know what's going to happen. It just sounds weird to me. I've been uh, saving yeah. one little bit of news for Jack, because I know how much he Come loves. Come on, let's have it. 
Right. Well, did you know uh, the Chinese uh, government's basically requesting DJI to hand over data they collect from all these uh, DJI products around the world flying and basically hand it over for intelligence services? And it may actually affect other countries going forward. They may start collecting data from everyone's flights. So if you think about it, if you have a cached copy of uh, imagery and things, you can have spy cameras in another country, essentially. Wow, yeah. It's so, brilliant. I think I'll be buying American from now on. <laughs> fly home, fly home. <laughs> so, well, thanks everyone for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. It's been good fun. Yeah. And Jack. Jack's on holiday next week, maybe, so you might not get Jack, who knows, but... Uh, Is Jack, he really Jack on holiday, sulking. or did we just upset him? No, he wants a holiday. We might let him have a holiday. We Fair might. Is, is if he he's good. Holiday? Jack, What's if you're good, space? yeah, if you're good, then we might let you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Let's Drone Out. Telemetry lost.